that thing away. You're gonna get us all killed. Hello and welcome to this episode of Game On Girl, the podcast where we talk about gender and game culture. I'm your host, Regina McMenemy. And I'm your co-host, Rhonda Oglesby. This is our first video podcast. How exciting is this? So here we are. Hi. Uh, And this is going to be a little shorter than our normal podcasts are. So uh, let's go ahead and get started. Since we're on video, why don't we do a show and tell? I like that idea. Yeah. (laughs) This is my favorite geek memorabilia. I picked my Lois Lane, issue number 103, The Devil's Bride. The Devil's Bride. That sounds so... Evil. Evil and dangerous. Menacing and dangerous, yes. Yes. This is from 1970, and this is not um, my original copy. Um, but this is the very first geeky thing, and especially the very first geeky comic book I remember ever having. Really? I don't know where it came from. I don't know how I got it. I have a feeling it came from one of my cousins. Um, but the images are burned into my brain. Um, I must have poured over this uh, comic book over and over and over because it was, to me, it was just absolutely fascinating. Mm. Um, And probably because it had a female protagonist. It was about Lois Lane, and the images I remember are all about her. Um, Superman is in it. Um, He's in at the beginning and at the very end, but he does not play a big role. Um, The image that is most memorable to me is when she is getting ready to marry the devil and she has to comb her hair between the uh, horns that she is garnishing. (laughs) And um, I just, I remember being fascinated utterly and completely with that image. With that image? Yes. And with her getting ready for her wedding. Um, The artwork is really beautiful. It's very iconic. Um, it turns out that the this is not the devil. I'm sorry. I know it's 1970, but these are spoilers. <laughs> we are spoiling an, uh, a comic book from 1970. We're sorry, guys. Yes. Um, he is actually an alien, and he presents himself, I think, as uh, as the devil for some reason because that's a more acceptable form huh. um, and than oh, an wait. alien. Okay, so the, alien. the devil was more acceptable than an alien? I think so. Um, I'm not sure Superman I see the logic thought, there. <laughs> <you know. laughs> um, she, um, I think Superman thought Lois Lane was dead, and the alien, I believe, helped perpetuate that and tricked her into coming with her, with him, um, to his alien planet to marry him. And then she um, happened to see a ring that Superman gave her that that told his undying love, and so she told him that she had to go back. Oh. But it's the scenes of her. It, I mean, it's all her in the middle. But yeah. that's my favorite piece. I found that one on eBay and ordered it. I was thrilled and couldn't believe I could find it. And uh, it's in a floating frame that I will put on my wall and love to watch because that's Very the nice. birth of my geekdom. Yes, that's awesome. I love that you, that you didn't have it, but you, it, it made such an impression that 
you 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 fought you sought it out again. Yeah, well, when I I just got back into comic books about a year ago, and I got to thinking, um, listening to so many people talk about when they started reading and stuff like that, and it popped into my head. I was like, wow, it's the only one I can think of. But the images, when I sat down to read it, um, when I got it in the mail, uh, my husband was sitting with me, and I I was just overflowing. I was like, oh yes, I remember this. <laughs> I remember this is so vivid. So. That's that's pretty big. That's awesome. That shows, you know, exactly how important this kind of media can be that you remember that many years later. Yeah. Seek it out again. That's cool. Well, we're going to do a headline show today. Regina, um, why don't you get us started on our first headline, which I have a feeling most of our listeners are, are, have heard about. Yes, I, I imagine that, that this uh, this hit everybody yesterday. I think it was yesterday that it was announced. So they have announced the cast for... Star Wars Episode 7. Yes. Episode 7. So going on, continuing on with the Star Wars saga and the story, um, as probably most people know, J.J. Abrams is directing and writing. Um, so we'll see what kind of comes out of this. So th- there seemed to be quite a quite a stir, wouldn't you say, Rhonda, on the internets? When this uh, yeah, came out? I mean, that's where I saw it. Whenever mm-hmm. I, I pulled it up, um, the headline was, you know, what the hell? Right. Right. Where are the women? Yeah. What's going on? Why? So there's only one woman that's been cast so far. So well, two. Two women. Daisy. Yeah, Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher. Well, we can't really count her as cast, right? I mean, she oh, kind of yeah. goes She's with the, the package. I, how could they have done episode seven without the original three? Yeah, well, exactly. But you can't, you can't, you definitely can't discount her. Unless you discount all three of the guys, then yeah. yes, there's only one new female character. Okay, so there's one new female character, Daisy Ridley, mm-hmm. has been cast. Well, that's the actress name. That's her actress. We have yes. no idea who any of these people are playing. Right. Yet. We don't have any of the characters. We don't. We don't have an idea about the story except little sort of guesses that we've had or little inklings. Mm-hmm. Um, and as we've said, only one female ca- member cast. So. Uh, we actually had a listener send us an article about this, right? It was Carlo sent us. He made sure we had a little heads up about this. Oh, yeah, but I had long tumbled it about. <laughs> I had, I had You've been tumbling like, with it long before. <laughs> yeah. And I actually, I did a little bit more research on it today The um, because I didn't read the books, and there really is no information about the story. Right. Um, the only thing that they've said is it's 35 years after Return of the Jedi, which is why it makes it perfectly appropriate to have Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher come back. It's a perfect age. And apparently the next trilogy, I guess it's seven, eight, nine, are going to cover three generations. So it will cover Luke's father and it will cover... um, Luke and then their kids. Their kids. Okay. So the but kind of next step. it is. Someone tweeted later and they said, okay, but the one woman that's cast is the center of attention. Right. Um, and I'm like, Alex I, Wallace I some, said that. Yeah. I did some research today. Nobody knows. Yeah. There's not any information out there whatsoever about what this is going to be like. And I just don't, I don't, do not see Star Wars as a... As a type of story like Aliens, where Sigourney Weaver was the center of everything, because because this is it's too epic. You know, I'm right now. It's too early 
I, I just, I'm not going to pass any judgment. There is only one woman cast so far, but they're really not revealing anything. Right. Since we don't know characters and we don't know story necessarily, other than really broad strokes of this is the world we're going to be covering and we're going to be covering the, this many generations of these characters. That doesn't really give us a whole lot to go on in terms of what's going to happen or, or why or how. Um, how do you feel about J.J. Abrams? Are you feeling good about that decision? Or, you know, do you, what do you think? Um, I, I think it depends. I know there's some people that, that loathe him forever, but there, there are others that, I, I'm just in the okay camp. I don't care as long as they produce a good product. Yeah. I know that some people that, that kind of think he's, uh, oh, I don't know, a dime store sci-fi kind of guy. <laughs> he's too, uh, too lowbrow almost. Yeah. Yeah. But, that's okay. I, I, I'm fine. I don't care. Yeah, um, I feel like he's been picked out because uh, he did the Star Wars, or the Star Wars, sorry, the Star Trek uh, reboot. I think he's been picked out as the guy to go to for that type of production, where you're taking the existing characters and you're making a new. I think he's kind of getting pigeonholed into that. And I'm not sure. I like what he did with a lot of the Star Trek, but I don't know if that necessarily means he's going to do as good of a job with the Star Wars. Well, it. I think it... I love the Star Trek reboot. Yeah. I think the Star Trek reboot was great. So um, I'm, I, I, I want him to have creative license. I want him to go for it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens. It should be interesting. So did you have an, an article for us to talk about as well? Um, yeah, just a quick one. I do not know much about the uh, Loveline uh, radio the show. radio show, yeah. Um, it's been around forever, hasn't it? I mean, yes, like, it has. Ever. Okay. Um, but they offer medical advice and relationship advice. And there was a hoopla this week as one of their guests was Dr. Drew Pinsky. Yep, Dr. Drew Pinsky. And they had a caller call in whose fiance had several female maladies, including endometriosis, and he kind of blew it off. Um, I went back and listened to the radio show, listened to the segment. And read some things about the context. And to me, it just supports my opinion completely that you should not listen to opinion shows, advice shows, anything that's got a doctor, a judge, uh, whatever. um, The the, the human body is way too freaking complicated for that. And endometriosis is especially. Right. Um, But his comments to me are archaic. Yeah, it's so utterly dismissive. Uh, it's it, it's hard to kind of stomach oh, reading. I didn't I didn't listen to it. I just read the article. I, I I couldn't I couldn't even I couldn't imagine going on and listening to him actually say the words that he said. Well, it was important to me to hear his intonations and mm-hmm. his tone and to yeah. hear the context of the question and everything. And because um, uh, the article, I just didn't want to take their opinion on it, but they were severely dismissive. Yeah. Um, Very flippant. And um, I just think that he could have been so much more professional. And my thing is, I just I don't listen to people on TV or on radio anyway, anything that's doing maybe a gardening show. (laughs) I listen to that advice. Home improvement shows, perhaps. Yes. Yeah. Well, the reality for this kind of um, show always hit me with, uh, do you remember Dr. Laura? Do you remember when she was big? Yep. She had a doctorate of education and she was giving like relationship and family and life advice as if she was a psychologist. And it was never like, like she didn't like say it's a doctorate of education. It was listed on her bio, you know, wherever that was. But 
as soon as that was like, oh, okay, well, I can take my doctor, you know, I have, I have the title of doctor, I would never go on to a radio show and try to put myself off as being a psychologist or being an expert in that kind of a field. But so to do that and to make your whole uh, life and your whole show about something that was essentially a lie was just always... Yeah, it just put that whole genre for me in like, okay, whatever. This is not well. Everybody remember, it's marketing, right? It is. Okay, it is, and this gets attention. I mean, this gets Mm -hmm. attention, even if it's bad attention. They they um, are making shows to get viewers to make money, right? And um, this, although is a live radio show, call in show, um, was careless and the advice. I mean, just very very flippant, right? Right. there's no way to get medical advice in, no. I don't know, 30 seconds? Yeah, exactly. Not a soundbite. Well, we're going to take a break. And for you guys that listen to us on the audio, we um, are doing two 15-minute segments. So we're going to take a break now, but come right back. We're going to talk about uh, music videos and Pants at the Prom and Regina's memorabilia. So stay tuned. <laughs> Welcome back, and we're going to go ahead and jump right into our third article. I almost decided not to do this one, but um, I'm not a big music person. Everybody will know that. I'm not not a music file or whatever you want to call it. (laughs) Audiophile. Audiophile, thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, The the word woman, thank you. (laughs) Everybody knows I am not with words. I am not with words. <laughs> no. um, any musical taste I've got, I I, I glean from my husband. Um, he is he's taught me all that he can, uh, but I'm a pretty hopeless cause. But there was an article about a video that was out by Farrell. Um, he's got a, uh, apparently a fairly new album out called Girl, and uh, the mu- it was about the music video Marilyn Monroe, where. The article was asking the question, basically, there are a lot of guys who come out with uh, music videos or clips or something, especially music, where they're saying, girls, we like you just the way you are. Right. You don't need our approval. Um, I I love a woman in sweatpants, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And their question basically was, um, are they pandering? Does the is this truthful? Does it mean anything? Well, I believe context is king, okay? So I went out and looked at the rest of Farrell's album. <clears throat> I looked at the music video. I looked at the lyrics. And all I can say is, is no. <laughs> no. 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 No what? No, he's, no. He, it, it is, I don't know what the song's about. Oh. But it's not about a woman being just <clears throat> who she is. Mm. Um, the other songs were all about um, there i mean there's uh, apparently in an earlier news article he said women especially he was talking to black women you do not have to look to me for approval mm-hmm. but he's got a song that talks about how i'm the guy you want it's my body you want let me ride you all this bunch of really horrible stuff mm-hmm. very sexist stuff it all has to do with sex if you look at the music video marilyn monroe he's taught the lyrics are not even clear Except when he says, you know, doesn't have to be Marilyn Monroe, um, Queen Cleopatra, or Joan of Arc. Now, how Joan of Arc got in there, I don't know. Because <laughs> I don't think he knows much about the 1400s and their sanitary conditions. 
Because I, I, I just don't think he understands what's going on. But every time that he says something about a woman being different, she spreads her legs or she kicks her feet up in the air or she's leaning over and showing her cleavage. I don't see any ordinary, nice I, I don't get Just his regular. message at all. Yeah. Well, I think that was one of the things that I took away from it, too, was, you know, if you're going to say, I love you any way you are, and you don't need to look a certain way, then the models shouldn't all look the same in the yeah. in the video. And, and you know, the homogenization of the, the images in the video just kind of takes away from that. Yeah. There, there, if you wanted it to really to, to be empowering, it would have variety and distinction and difference in the beauty that is represented, not, you know, skin and they're type. beautiful women, yeah. but it's, it's the same complaint I've got with all music videos. To me, I think they're exploiting, exploiting women. Mm -hmm. um, they're, they're horribly sexist. And the, the cover model for this particular single, Marilyn Monroe, um, is uh, Katia Nicholas, and she is gorgeous. Mm -hmm. um, she's a professional dancer. Um, she is, is, uh, I, I consider her glamorous. I consider her a Marilyn Monroe. I, it doesn't fit mm -hmm. at all. And, and that just to me sums up the basic is I, I don't think that they really have a clue. Yeah. Uh, they are too detached from reality. They're in an entirely different circle. And I think they've just completely lost, um, touch really, yeah. I don't, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, but contrast that against the new PSA um, about sexual assault. Um, I don't like PSAs. Uh, we'll just put that out there. I think that it's an enormous waste of money. Um, and this one, though, is done exceptionally well. Um, it has got some great spokesmen in it. We've got um, uh, Del Toro, uh, Daniel Craig, Steve Carell. And there were two Seth other guys. Myers. Yes, Seth Myers, and um, I've got to look it up because it's important. High school, where is it? There it is. Hollywood's leading men and Benicio. Quit scrolling. <laughs> oh, Dulé Hill. Yes, yes, that was important. Um, but it also has Joe Biden and Obama in it, which mm -hmm. I think is a big mistake. Oh, um, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. You think it should have just stayed with, like, the stars and not had the, the president and the vice president? Yes, because they're political huh. speakers. And I don't oh. think in the context they sound right. Um, they they sound like they're talking to their constituents, and you could dub in almost anything they say. But if you look at Steve Carell's face and you look at Daniel Craig's face, there is... Genuine. Um, a genuine... There's compassion there. Concern. There's... there's yeah, there's understanding. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think it's a, um, I, I think it's a good PSA. I'm, I'm not sure, sh so sure about the name. The uh, organization is one is too many, mm -hmm. and two is a number two, which I yeah. don't understand. I thought it was number one and number two. Yeah, one is too yes, many. One is too many. Right. And I don't understand the two, which is really yeah, weird. Yeah, because it should be T O O. Yeah, the two doesn't have any meaning. Right. And I think they took the. Um, texting lingo too far yeah um, unless it's a really obscure thing that they're extrapolating what the two means but um and also daniel craig looks rough <laughs> <laughs> yeah he looks like he's been hit by a truck yeah sorry but he, but even <laughs> still he he it's okay i was i was glad he was in it he was he was cogent and <laughs> 
But it's like, it, it's you actually run over by a truck. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, as far as PSA PSAs go, I think it actually is a good message because w- what it's encouraging people to do is to speak up when they see something bad. Right. Right. And that's part of the of the problem. We don't need to tell people, please um, don't rape and assault our women. Right. What we need is for people to speak up. Mm -hmm. And still, I think that it's a a poor use of um, my taxpayer dollars to have PSAs. This is very well done and it is the right message for a change. That's always a bonus. (laughs) (laughs) And thanks to the guys who did it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because the more the more, you know, awareness we get going and, and who knows. If it hits the yeah. audience right, then that's that's really what matters. If the message gets out there to those. If it's out there. It. It's the right one then. Yeah. Well, let's really quickly just uh, talk about this other this article about um, a high school senior who gets kicked out of her prom because she was wearing pants. Mm-hmm. Sure, a few of our listeners had heard about this as well. Um, I don't really want to give it too much time because I just think the whole thing is ridiculous. We should really be moving into an era of acceptance and not limitations on anything at all. So the fact that you wanted to wear pants, a girl wanted to wear pants to prom, I don't really think should have been an issue at all. Even yeah, if they were I, Yeah, and I read an update today where apparently the principal apologized. But that wasn't but the teacher who had kicked her no, out, right? The the teacher didn't didn't really want to apologize. Well, yeah, I would. I could understand that. And she took a stand and she got flamed for it. So yeah. So if she wants well, to the, stand past it, then I guess that's okay. But yeah, if she, if she wants to stand by it, that's fine. But the principal, I think the principal should have called her on the carpet on it. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And, and had her st- get in line and say, you're wrong. And if, if she didn't agree, then it's like, okay, you stay out of the meeting. You're not talking to this, this right. parent, this student. Right. And um, I, I tweeted, I tweeted to the Cherryville High School group. Uh-huh. And I was like, guys, the next time you, when you guys get back on spring break, guys wear dresses to school. Yeah, <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> and I, you know, I, I don't know whether they would, they would, you know, honestly have the balls to do it, but I, that's what they should do. Yeah. They should wear dresses. Yeah, they should. It should be the theme for the re- remainder of their school year should be let's, let's throw gender stereotypes to the wind. Mm-hmm. And let's just blow this whole thing up. So let's hope they do something. I'll be interesting. This interested to see what it, you know, what follows from it. So okay, Regina, I want to see your memorabilia. You want to see my memorabilia? Okay. Yes. Well, I what's picked, your favorite geek memorabilia? I have lots, and I I, I wanted to do one, but I, it would it was going to have to be three parts, and I, I didn't think that that was appropriate for our first one since we did want to limit to one. So I actually picked it with with both of us in mind, Rhonda. Because it's one of my favorite Wonder Woman comics, and one of the reasons is... Oh, no. And you guys may or may not know that Rhonda is a huge Batman fan. Like, humongous, right? I'm not... Not as big as Susanna Polo, but... Not quite that big, but, but one of her favorite is definitely Batman, who's got, you know, her boot on his face. So this is the, I'm going to butcher the name of this, so please just bear with me. The Hikatera, H-I-K-E-T-E-I-A, is the, the name of this um, 
this uh, comic, this graphic novel, and it essentially has Wonder Woman and Batman pitted against each other um, because she has made a, a promise to a young woman to protect her, and um, and she is in bad graces with with Batman and so they sort of come pitted up against each other in this and I love the story uh, the story is by Greg Rucka who um, I'm sure many of our listeners know uh, and I didn't know him before I read this um, I picked this up solely because I, lo- I saw the cover and I had to have it because uh, it had to go in my Wonder Woman collection so it just happens to you know come up today so it's Wonder Woman for me and Batman for for Rhonda but Batman in a way she's not used to seeing him Batman always gets on the bad side of everybody it just doesn't matter it's just kind of his thing but i just i think i mean i love this is such an iconic image for me it's a beautiful image it is and i'll admit it's beautiful the artwork is absolutely gorgeous and it's got a lot it's got a it's got an interesting story um so definitely if you haven't checked it out you should um but yes i just wanted to make sure we got a little batman and wonder woman in for for i hope we can do a comic book episode one time and maybe get amy dallin on oh that would be fantastic She's got such energy. I don't know if I could keep up with her or not. <laughs> She's amazing. Figure that out. <laughs> but I've, I mean, I've, like I said, I've only been doing comic books for a year, but um, <clears throat> the current Wonder Woman's not too bad. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. They've been doing a, they've been doing a decent job with her. So that's Quite that's lovely. always a that's always a joy. So yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of really good. It's it's odd. I saw an article today that says something about. Um, um, issues in the comic book world mm-hmm. um, for women, and I'm not quite sure what they were talking about. Maybe they're talking about the industry itself, because I've been really pleased with the titles that have been coming the out. Titles and the the characterizations. Yeah, good. Well, I hope you guys are enjoying our video. Um, we are probably going to do this uh, from here on out, and so the shows will be shorter, but uh, they'll be dense and compact. Uh, you have been listening to Game on Girl. You can find all our social media connections on GameOnGirl.com. I'm the co-host, Rhonda Oglesby. You can follow me on Twitter. That's Row Room, R-H-O, R-H-O-O-M. And um, I'm an avid Tumblr and Instagram person now. So <laughs> Social media for the win. I'm your host, Regina McMenemy, or Doc Liz, with two Zs, as I'm known on Twitter and Steam and various and sundry other places on the internet. Uh, thanks for watching. If you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, please do so. And uh, check out our website, GameOnGirl.com. Until next time, game on. Bye.